Well, good Friday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. All this week, Mary Alice and I have been looking at Psalm 32. It's the psalm or the song written by David after he had sinned, an awful sin, actually a group of sins, and had asked God for forgiveness. And so what we've looked at all this week is David is, is dealing with forgiveness and he's saying that he's joyful now. Uh, in Psalm 51, when he asked God for forgiveness, he said, restore the joy of my salvation. Mm -hmm. And now he's got it back. Mm -hmm. And he wants to talk to us about what it means to get right with God. And that's going to be the case for all of us. We're going to need this because we all sin against God. So I know Monday through Thursday, we've been talking about that. We're, we're just going to close out the psalm with some <clears throat> last minute instructions that, mm -hmm. that David gives us. And I love verse 9. It says, Do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and bridle to keep it under control. Miriam, what I see in verse 9 is David is talking to the Christ follower about the importance of self-discipline. Mm -hmm. You know, not having to be, you know, not having to be uh, made to do the right thing, but doing it because we know it's right. Volunteering to do the wrong, the right thing. Yeah. You know, submitting ourselves willingly to the Lord. Yeah, because if you think about what it would be like, you know, for an animal to have a bit or a bridle, uh, the animal is constantly having to deal with control. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to live in freedom, right. not in control. He wants us to live in freedom before Him. Well, he's got just some general comments here. Many sorrows come to the wicked, but unfailing love surrounds those who trust the Lord. To me, this is a magnificent picture of the Christ follower living her life or his life. Wherever we go, we're surrounded with this bubble, this aura of God's unfailing love. Isn't it great to just travel, live our lives surrounded by God's unfailing love? Absolutely. You know, the other thing I see here that jumps out at me is the contrast between the wicked and those who trust the Lord. That's how he characterizes those two groups of people. And yeah. it, it reminds me, you know, not to jump too far off topic, but um, in talking about um, what sin is, really, it's sin is living your life in a way that you're not trusting the Lord. If you go back to even the Garden of Eden, that one rule that God had really was about trust. It was. So if you think if... To me, that just really is huge because if when we think wicked, we have a list we mm -hmm. think about. Okay, yeah. wicked. We think about conduct or behavior. Exactly, and we think about all these things. But really, the contrast here is those who trust the Lord and everybody else. So, what distinguishes us to be in the right relationship is that we trust Him. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's so interesting because when you when you look at it in regard to what's happened in David's life. Was there a season in his life that he quit putting his confidence mm -hmm. in God? Did he start putting his confidence in himself? And his power, maybe, yeah. because he well, was very powerful. Well, and we see that in another situation in David's life where God had told the kings not to number the people. Mm -hmm. And David decided he was going to do that anyway. And you can't help but wonder, did David get a little full of himself? And maybe the culture was pressuring him as well. Well, I think so, because mm -hmm. it was so easy for David to say, this is what kings mm -hmm. have. This, this is what this kings do. This is the culture do. of kings. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, but God had said from the very beginning, you're going to be different from every other king because you're going to mm -hmm. trust me and I'm going, to, I'm going to be your leader. But I love what you just said there. Uh, unfailing love surrounds those. It doesn't say those who are perfect. It mm -hmm. says those who trust, trust in the, the Lord. Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because I've, I've thought about this so many times in in relationship to the fact that salvation is is about believing. 
Salvation is not a matter of doing, it's a matter of believing. Really, at the end of the day, there's nothing that we can really give God. He owns everything. Right. The one thing God doesn't have is our trust. Mm. That's the one thing that we, we can we give can him give that. our trust. We can give him our trust. Okay. The psalm closes out here. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad all you who obey him. Now, I love everything in Psalm 32, but my favorite part of this whole psalm is the last line. Shout for joy, all you whose hearts are pure. Now, on a human level, David is not pure. Right. Because he has committed adultery mm -hmm. and he's had the woman's husband killed. And then on top of that, he was stubborn. He was arrogant. And like you pointed out a moment ago, he quit trusting the Lord. So <laughs> if you're looking at sin dirtying us up, David's mm -hmm. heart would have been pretty dirty. But he said, shout for joy, all you whose hearts are pure. Mm -hmm. And clearly he put himself in that category because he said mm -hmm. he was filled with joy. His heart was pure because God had cleaned, cleaned it. his mm -hmm. heart. That's right. What do you think about there? Well, that's wonderful because we can't claim any credit, but we can enjoy the benefit of what God's done for us. I, there's a verse in the New Testament that I fell in love with as a kid and I'm still in love with it. First John 1, 9. Mm, yes. Because it's exactly what's going mm -hmm. on here. Because mm -hmm. David said he confessed to sin to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Okay. First John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Two actions there. It's mm -hmm. one thing to be forgiven. God tears up the invoice. But he doesn't just tear up the invoice. He cleans us up mm -hmm. like we had never sinned in the first place. And I think mm -hmm. David was feeling that. Because look at this. He said, shout for joy. I mean, that's, a, that's an excited utterance. That's, a, that's almost a reflexive utterance. Shout for joy, all you whose hearts are pure. The wonderful thing to me is that this is available to every Christ follower. Absolutely. You know, the Bible says, and I quote it from 1 John, in that same chapter, 1 John 1, it says, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Mm. You know, it's great to be clean today. You know, whatever we've done, we don't have to live in guilt. We don't have to live going back in time to think about this awful thing and have to keep looking at it. If God has put it out of his sight, then we should. Well, and we can remember that Jesus actually paid for it. So it wasn't that he swept it under the rug or that he lowered the price on it. He, Jesus paid the full price so that we could be clean, so that uh, we could be forgiven. Yeah, this is a great opportunity to go back into last weekend service and listen to DJ sing, Jesus Paid It All with oh, the worship yes. band to go. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you and I were listening to that, it just really touched our hearts. Well, I hope this week has been a blessing. We've been looking at the joy of being forgiven, the joy of being clean before the Lord. And so hopefully Psalm 32 is going to become one of your favorite Psalms as you think about these wonderful songs in this 150 chapter songbook that we call the Book of Psalms. Mary, let's pray for us please today. Let's pray. Oh, Father, thank you so much for your great love. Thank you for Jesus who made the ultimate sacrifice so that we could be forgiven so that we could have that clean heart so that we could have eternity with you and so that we could have that relationship where you guide us on the best pathway thank you father for all these blessings 
Thank you for loving us, Father. Thank you for each and every person who's watching or listening today. I just pray that you have blessed them today, that their relationship with you today would be a sweet one, that they would know the joy of being forgiven. We just pray that you would uh, work in each and every life, bring wisdom and comfort and guidance and forgiveness. And we're going to thank you for all these things, and we're going to pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, hope you have a wonderful Friday. Thanks for joining us on Noah's Window all this week. And we want to thank you for being our next door neighbor, even though you may live in another country, but still through the family of God, we're connecting every day on Noah's Window. It just means the world. And we'd love to hear from you. Just anything you'd like to share. Mary Alice, we have the 500th edition of yes. Noah's Window coming up. We have some cool things planned. We it's do. all going to take place on first Wednesday. First Wednesday, which I believe is March the 2nd. I'm on the spot. But um, <laughs> I tell you what, I will drop the registration on down in the comment box below here on YouTube uh, and also on our Facebook page. If you haven't already uh, visited our Facebook page for Noah's Window, there's a group on Facebook for Noah's Window. But I'll give you the registration, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So after the first Wednesday service in March, then immediately afterwards, we're going to have a little meet and greet, and we have some special uh, fun things to give away. And we're going to have the coffee shop open, and then we are going to tape the 500th That's episode right, right of Nose Window with you guys as our audience yeah. uh, in the auditorium. And so we're really looking forward to it. It'll be a, it'll be a yeah, special the month. 500th edition of Nose Window. You know, we've said this a million times, but when we started Nose Window in March of uh, 2020. 2020, I thought it might be two weeks. You know, I thought that might be it. We might do 10 editions of Noah's Window. Well, we're about to do the 500th. And again, it's been something that's kind of been on my heart for a long time. I've wanted to do it yes. for years. <laughs> but uh, COVID sort of opened the door to doing this. But thank you. It's been your love for Noah's Window that's inspired Mary Alice and me to keep this going. So I hope you have a wonderful day. And if you're in Wichita or around Wichita, we hope that New Spring is part of your weekend experience unless you have a, a church home. And if you're outside our area, we'd love to have you join us online. That's right. God willing, we'll see you on Monday. God bless. See you soon.